You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Awake After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Awake After Show. Hey everybody, Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another AfterBuzz After Show of Awake, Season One, Episode Four. Kate is enough. I am your host Anna Koppel. With me here is. The lovely <laughs> Kristen Carney. She's yeah. lovely as ever. Um, so <laughs> before we get into the episode, just want to take a quick minute to remind you to please rate and comment us on iTunes. Um, takes really just a second and it gives us more visibility online and we can bring you more shows and everybody's happy and we love the attention and, and, that's, and that's all. So tell a friend, rate and comment. Life is good. Instead of, the, instead of reading the morning newspaper, I always read the morning comments. Yeah, I know. So. Instead of doing a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> I was told recently that I was like... Instead of showering, instead yeah. of eating. Just like you're of... making yourself sick. Yeah. And it's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's talk about awake. Let's do it. Of, instead of our horrible habits. <laughs> um, so tonight, once again, we had, uh, you know, the red world, the green world. Um, and we had... <laughs> a crime. Getting, we had a crime. We have we have a formula. We had um, some sleep involved. Yeah, we we do have a formula. Yes. Um, so we uh, it opened in the green world, and Rex was very upset over a tennis racket. <laughs> um, and I think uh, there's a lot of struggle. I think the the theme, the recurring theme in this episode was Britain um, struggling to to communicate with Rex to know how to father him to know how to um really be there for him and comfort him um and that showed up in a few ways uh do you okay I'm just gonna go on um (laughs) it showed up as um it was it was uh Cherry Jones is that her she plays Dr. Evans Dr. Evans yes yeah um pointed out um, or asked, you know, can you really be there for him? Can you really comfort him if uh, you're in denial about this loss? Can you comfort him on a loss and for the same loss that you're in denial about? Do you really have you ex- accepted that your wife is dead? Um, and of course, he hasn't. Yeah, and we saw in the um, as well as in the dreams of or uh, of his own problems with Rex, the crimes were also a reflection of fatherhood and um well not necessarily not necessarily the crimes but um the uh Kate who Mm -hmm. we saw um who was in both worlds 
um, the green world and the red world. Um, in the green world, she was someone who was um, a drug addict who had lost everything that had been going for her because of her the loss of her sister. Um, however, in the red world, she was still you know, devoid of her sister, but she had it together. She was an investment banker in New York. And I think that was a reflection of Britain as a person because it's like on one hand, he is a wreck and not necessarily in one world, one world or the other, but just in general, he's a wreck. So that side of him was seen as in the, in the green world where she was a drug addict. And then the other side is where he's keeping it together and he's pulling through and he's trying to go through his everyday life. And that was her in the red world. And I think uh, because obviously the whole episode we're saying, well, you know, what's the difference? And I think even um, Hannah had said, I wonder what happened that turned it all around for her. Right. And so she finally answered that question with, you know, it was my mom, you know, as many times as I said no to her, um, you know, she, she was strong. She, um, she said, um, she tried to help me a thousand times or in a thousand ways. And I was lucky enough that she tried a thousand, a thousand and one. one. Yeah. Um, which is really what, um, Britain should be doing with his son, you know, and, right. And he did, you know, toward the end, I mean, I know we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. The show has got such big meaning behind it that jumping to the end ties the whole episode into our conversation for the entire podcast. Um, So he says to Rex at the end um, that we need to talk about this. And I think when he said that, he was specifically referring to the tennis racket, but he was also referring to the bigger picture. Um, Because we really haven't seen him be that upfront with his son about the loss of his mom. So um, he said, we need to talk about this. Um, and this, and he just pointed out that really, son, you know, it was only a few strings in your racket. And that's when we find out that it was his mother's racket. Yeah. Um, I, I had that feeling because why would the kid be so protective? We haven't really seen him act out. So I knew there had to be some reason why. And I just assumed that it was his mom's racket. Right. Well, but people do act out, right, in whatever way, whatever, however it shows up. I think anger is um, <laughs> it's really common. Um, I didn't notice. I don't think anybody else did. Yeah. Um, is a really common thing. <laughs> there's no boobs for, there. For, for everyone men. on iTunes, my shirt was just <laughs> a little lower than it should have been, but would... I have no breasts, so it doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> let's move forward. Um, so at least you were, like, discreet about that and just, like, walked over. Yeah, and, I just let it go. We didn't just, like, talk about it for five <laughs> minutes. That's <laughs> good. Um, for young men, especially, I think they act out in anger, but, um, dealing with loss or not grieving. Right. Um, but yeah, it makes even more sense that it was her tennis racket. Um, I also think that Britain related to Kate. Um, she said, uh, I didn't want to feel any better, you know? And I think that's somewhere Britain is, is that he yeah. doesn't yeah. let go of either of them. He doesn't feel like he should be feeling right better or worse yeah when you're in pain you it's almost a weird comforting feeling to be in the pain yeah to try to get out of it is so uncomfortable and causes so much unrest within you that it's just easier to stay there yeah it's just easier and um and Britain you know being distracted with a job obviously he can kind of pop out of it but it's always underlying for him um I don't see him though in the show as looking that, or not looking, I don't know if I should really, if this is going to be the right thing to say, but 
he doesn't seem as pained. Um, and I'm sure it's because he's putting out this like strong exterior. But we're not seeing him have any meltdowns is kind of what I'm getting at. He's very composed. That's who he is as a character. But he's yeah. always very composed. And I would like to see him just say, I am not okay. Right. I'm not doing well. This being in these two worlds is driving me out of my mind. You know, there's no... Um, there's no vulnerability really with him. Um, and, uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that he kind of has one of those breakdowns eventually. Um, but I think breakdowns also mean progress. I also think it means you're getting better. Sure. Yeah. No, I think he's absolutely sick right now, you know? Um, because yeah, he's fine with just sort of going back and forth between these worlds. And, and even if, you know, that wasn't exhausting or whatever, he his family's broken up in both worlds and that doesn't even seem to really be bothering him much right so and um and definitely both you know his partners both question his sanity and yeah yeah he's just like going through it i want to have him i want him to have a good cry i want to see him just like (laughs) he's earned it go down the wall just slide down the wall in this like you know very melodramatic way and just cower into his hands and it just let like, it all by out like pounding one fist yeah with the other yes arm. yes yeah, i got it it's I got just it. that's the cry you need Britain. yeah <laughs> it's like a good o <laughs> <laughs> all right know. i didn't say that no it's okay it's okay um well interesting little bit of information before we <laughs> move on um laura allen who plays hannah was originally cast as the tennis instructor oh wow that's yeah. an upgrade it, it was <laughs> it's quite the upgrade yeah so um i just found that interesting and i wanted to bring it up yeah that's interesting yeah, she must have had a good audition she must have <laughs> and if uh she wanted to get uh or if rex wanted to get a, a new tennis racket he might go to after buzz tv and click on the link for amazon.com <laughs> as might all of you <laughs> <laughs> that was really good yeah I'm I'm really good with segues. Yeah, that's really yeah. good. So how does it work, Anna? Um, it's <laughs> Ronnie's cracking up <laughs> over there. <laughs> Tell me a little bit more about this Amazon you speak of. Um, well, it's great for all your online shopping. Anything you might want to get: CDs, shoes, books. Um, and now, if you watch AfterBuzz or listen to AfterBuzz, which I'm sure you do, and soon all your friends and family will, because you'll be telling. A, Telling them. <laughs> this is just a small distraction, Ronnie. He's like in a piece of pants. Um, <laughs> then, uh, then you go to he After could Buzz. buy new underwear he could. at Amazon. <laughs> he could. So you just go to AfterBuzz TV. You click on the link in the right-hand corner for Amazon. And uh, and just do your shopping. That's it. You don't have to enter any special codes. Doesn't and there's cost no extra anything. charge, no, right? No, no. That's it. It's just... One extra step, click, click, yeah. instead of click, yeah. you know? Yeah, and you do it because you help us continue to have more AfterBuzz shows because we's needs to be getting paid. Yeah. Got to pay them bills, yo. Yep. Yeah. So, so anyway. So um, one simple qu- click. You save a life. <laughs> save a life, earn a dollar, <laughs> you know. Um, Yeah, that's... <laughs> but back to uh, tennis rackets, you know. Um, here's, here's what I find, uh, I don't, disappointing or I just like want more from the show in the sense, is this me now? Okay. Um, 
is that I I always want the crimes to reflect more um, of Britain's personal struggles or totally. Um, and I just don't ever think they do. Um, you know, both. First of all, I I do want to like give. Um, I think they were trying in this episode. Yeah, I, I get Kate. that with Kate. Yeah. yeah. I do want to, like, say, like, mad props to uh, the writing department because they're doing, like, like two Law & Orders or two CSIs every week right. in one episode. Right. And so it's really impressive. Um, on top of... On top of the, the overarching right. storyline. Right. Um, so, I, I mean, I definitely have, like, I, I get what they're doing and I have a lot of respect for it and it must be incredibly challenging. Um. But I just wish it tied in more. Yeah. Just, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, we've seen, I think the way I've seen it tied in thus far is all the crimes don't seem to be senseless crimes where it's someone walking down the street and they get shot and the guy's gone and there's no deeper meaning to it. I think all of the crimes that have happened have been morally um questionable or you know it's almost like in a vigilante way or a I needed to get into this country to feed my family way or um, you know the the uh, father with the molestation stuff it's all been very uh, reflective of society Um, I don't think it's definitely not directly influenced by Britain's character I definitely don't think that but I guess I'm appreciative that um, at least we see Um, values and morals kind of discussed and like the greater human condition as to why maybe someone would kill. So, I mean, I find that I find those to be pleasing to, to my palate. Um, But I definitely agree that it would be cool to reflect Britain's, you know, if, if Britain, um, Oh God, you know, it's like, I want to critique, but then also give an idea. And I'm off the top of my head, can't think of a storyline for this television show that has professional writers that are paid. Um, I'm sorry. (laughs) I can't think of one quite right now, but um, I just, I do agree as well. Good. I like it when people agree with me. Mm -hmm. Um, So, well, let's talk about the crimes. Okay. Um, I did, I did find that I did like the storyline of the crimes. Um, They're not really why I watch the show. Right. Um, after Buzz is why I watch the show and the fact that I really <laughs> love the show. But it's more of the dream that interests me. But I did like the um I did like the crime of the girl. I thought that it was a little played that storyline of the girl who like quote unquote committed suicide. Right. Um and I just thought it was kind of that prototypical um CSIE type scenario. But right. I liked it, it pleased me and um so she we see this girl at the beginning, um was at this party on a boat and she's apparently jumped off the boat, which is a rather tall boat. It's not just a, a skimmer. Um, and, uh, so she's dead and we see the two guys who are the CEOs of this company, fast talking, kind of putting on a performance. Um, and they said that she and one of the CEOs or whatever they were, were having an affair um, he broke it off with her because he's marrying a celebrity, hmm. which no matter who you're having an affair with, clearly you want to marry the celebrity. That's just right. the world we live in. She was a celebrity lingerie model. Yes. Also. So basically so. she was a Victoria's Secret model. They couldn't use the word Victoria's Secret. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, so she was really tall, thin and hot. Um, and so they figured that would be a good, ex- good enough excuse to get the police thinking that she would kill herself. Right. Um, 
she ended up having men's shaving cream stored in her apartment with a key in it. Um, Wilmer Valderrama. Why do I always forget his name in the show? I don't know. Because I just look at him and I'm like, hey, it's Wilmer. Yeah. Well, because you're familiar. You know? Vega. Vega. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> oh, God. So Vega um, kind of looks at Britain. Why did you know where this, like, why would you know to look under the sink? Why did he know? And I don't know because they didn't answer it. And it was almost like something that I would have asked as a viewer. Like, why did you, and the excuse Britain used was, well, because after doing this for so long, you know, you have to trust your gut. So, yeah, we can go off like it was his gut, but it's a shaving cream bottle, who re- which represents a man, so possibly there was a man there. But as we pointed out, when we were younger, we used men's shaving cream yeah. to shave our legs. We did. Um, and arms. As a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, bar- literally, Barbasol. Yeah. It's like the old school, just generic. It was like a dollar, so. Right. Yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> I wouldn't have thought that that would have been that big of a clue to say, let me shake this can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a key inside this can. So, um, I mean, I like the storyline of that moment was kind of funny for me, but, um, I, I, again, I guess I don't really know where to find a deeper meaning though with it to relate to Britain. It's just kind of there for the sake of, of driving right. the story along. Well, I did appreciate, uh, that he said, um, nothing jumped out about her purse or was that yeah yeah and that something should have jumped out and that makes sense and if they had like called all of her like the closest five contacts and um so I understand like why they went and did the search um but yeah I don't know why the shaving cream would jump out either um and then we had in the other the green world the crime was um Kate who had accidentally gotten it wrapped up in killing her boyfriend ex-boyfriend right um and she went by amber in this world well they called her amber but he called her kate in t- the entire time in, right. in that world right so i think she was u- using amber as like an acting stage, stage name. name yeah um because she was kate and i felt like by being a i like that device because when they called her amber britain could connect with her more by saying i know you're kate right like it's almost like i know you i know you from your past Right. And I think there's um, something always, no no matter what, will connect you. If you know someone from your past, right, you might be more willing to get something out of, you know, somebody, clearly. Um, but we just, it was, uh, basically the whole episode was really about Kate's struggles, but again, just reflecting onto Britain. It's funny that you said, uh, if you know somebody from your past, you're they're more willing, or you, you could probably get something out of you. Because something that Bird said was... Um, don't you think that's ironic? You can get killers to turn, but you can't get two words out of your own kid. Right. Um, yeah, that's a good quote. Yeah. I thought I'd throw it down. Yeah. Um, I'm sure people like that have all those, have that problem in real life, especially guys who who would be like crime detectives. It seems like they wouldn't be the most emotionally available for the families. Yeah. And they're finding way more out about the people around them at work than they are about, about their homes. Yeah. I would just assume. Me too. Yeah. But I just made an ass out of you and me. Oh, hey now. Because someone's going to be like, hey, I'm a cop and I'm really good with my family and I know everything about them. Yeah. And then I'm going to say, look in their shaving cream bottle. Yeah, exactly. Listen, You'll listen cops, just rate and comment on iTunes. <laughs> Tell us all about how you're a good father. Um, well, what else? I um, um, I really like the the monologue at the end with Kate that was, it was like a mirroring monologue. So mm-hmm. it was like, 
her her sober and clean and really successful i i liked her better as like the druggie i'm like yeah she doesn't make me feel bad about myself yeah, like that yeah 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 <laughs> um, i've got stuff i yeah, do stuff yeah um so we had her as a, as the druggie and as the um as the banker and she, you know she was saying the exact same things but with the different twist on it and the different perspectives and it almost you know it was like almost like a three-way mirror because it was like her and her in britain yeah. In that it was like she was going back and forth between herself, but it was like also, um, sh- you know, showing him and his his self reflection through the whole thing. Um, and I don't know. I I guess I'm fascinated a little bit with her just because I like I did look, really like that use of them showing his two sides through her. Um, but besides that, besides that, um, I also really enjoyed and this is maybe like a conversation for clues but um i love that hannah said um kate was like the rex whisperer she'd make these incredible paper airplanes and they would float around for minutes at a time um and that she thinks she put one in the scrapbook of course Britton went and found it in the scrapbook he found it in the scrapbook scrapbook in the other world though right 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 Right, which was cool yeah yeah so i want them to do more of that i want them to have like you know, he's he goes into a store and knocks something over, and then he goes into that store in the other world, and it's still knocked over. Yeah. Like, I want that kind of stuff. Yeah, Because that's totally. what, like, you feel proud of yourself when you see something like that, and you're watching this. Yeah. It's almost like when you see an, an editing issue where you're, like, the consistency or the... Yeah. Um, Word. The um the editing is off. Continuity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when the continuity's off, you're like, Oh, I found it, I found it. Yeah. I'm gonna rewind it and look at that again. Like, ah But I feel like that's the same way with these like little hints and I think they would really um people like to be self served. Do they like to feel like satisfaction from something? And if they right. did that more, we would feel more gratification from watching this because I feel like again, I said this last week, a little bit of a hamster wheel. I think that they do that all the time with the the crime part of the show exactly but they don't do it with britain enough exactly um and that's the issue yeah so and like you said last week when we um talked about episode i think seven or eight eight um you said um oh god this happens to me where i like literally blank out oh you said how do you describe the show to your friends do you describe it as a show about crime or a show about dreams right and i really now am having a hard time saying it's a show about dreams. Right. And an easier time saying it's a show about, well, it's like CSI with dreams. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But if they were like, oh, it's like dream, like this crazy dream world with a little CSI, you know, it should be like vice versa. Right. Um, I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. So bring it in the dream elements, guys, please, please, please bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. All right. Well, I think we're going to maybe take a quick break and come back and make some predictions and, and that'll be that. After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. 
AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after shows from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? Welcome back, AfterBuzzers. We're here buzzing about Awake, Season 1, Episode 4, Kate is Enough. Um, and I think we're going to just jump right into predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Well, um, I predict that we're going to be seeing this tennis coach a lot more. Um, she seemed to have, like, a pretty big role tonight, and or, well, in tonight's episode. Um... And and also because I just learned that information about Laura Allen, oh, yeah. I feel like it might be, inter- it must have been like a big enough role for her to audition for. Right, right. So, and in this episode, we saw her. Um, I know it was because her and the tennis coach and uh, Britton were really connecting over Rex's apology or handshake with his friend over the tennis racket. Right. You know, because Britton was standing afar. And she was like in the background looking, but there seems to be um, more of a connection, more yeah. of a mothering chemistry. thing, chemistry. I think they need to add in some maybe romance on Rex's side. How cool would that be? I'm uh, not cool. Like he's cheating on his like supposedly dead wife, but like I know he's not over her, but he's also a human being, right? And that would be cool because again, I think we're seeing this formula of you know, um, intro to the show, then two crimes, and then there's clues in the crimes, and then that show ends. Yeah. And it's like, I want to see more in his life, personal life. Yeah. If he was, you know, happened to fall in love with a woman or something, how would that work? Or if he and Hannah, like, adopted a Cambodian baby. So fun. <laughs> right. So fun. <laughs> and cheap. Yeah, totally. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we'll see you later tonight, actually. Yeah. You're following us live, if you're live following. Yeah, if you're live, check us out in like an hour. Yeah. An hour and a half. See ya. We'll see you soon. Either way, we'll see you soon. <laughs> um, well, I'm just going to throw out my Twitter. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do just that. Just because I'm like, yeah, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, and goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you guys uh, somewhat cared for my commentary or just hated me altogether, uh, follow me on Twitter and let me know uh, at Kristen Carney. It's K-R-I-S-T-E-N-C-A-R-N-E-Y. And go to my blog, Sweat the Small Stuff with Kristen.com and click like on Facebook. Um, and then uh, I'll send you flowers. And um, and I'm going to hold you to that. And I'm on a They're couple. They're dead flowers. But. And um, you can follow me at, it's more mulch, really. Um, <laughs> you can follow me at Koppel for Mayor, K-O-P-P-E-L-F-O-R-M-A-Y-O-R. Um, please rate and comment us on iTunes. And, and, uh, and vote for Maria on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> vote 12 times because you can. <laughs> and that's it. We'll see it. We'll smell you later. Smell you later. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.